Hey, all you cool cats and kids. Now, y'all, <laughs> this ain't that, and that ain't this. <laughs> Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to a special kind of out the way, weird, I don't even know what we're going to call this episode of Ox Me Later with returning guest. He doesn't know what to do because there's no cowboys, there's no hockey. Yeah, it's just a lot of depression. And yeah, you, you ain't really watched baseball in a while. So. No, I, I've never given a shit about that, MLB. You did back in the day for a little bit. Yeah, maybe, but probably back when I played baseball. You had like a Rangers thing for like a, two it, years. If only because they're closest to Dallas. Yeah, so. Texas affiliation. I, but, I still get notifications for them on my ESPN app. Just, you know, curiosity, right. see how they're doing. I'll watch the World Series, but I won't watch 160 fucking regular season games. This is true, but he's been gone for a while, but my little bro Austin is back. We back. You want to tell the people what in the world we're about to do? Yeah, so this was my idea. If it flops, I take full credit for that flop. Y'all heard that, right? Just a thought I had. uh, So one thing I like doing kind of in my spare time uh, when I'm going down the rabbit hole on YouTube is watching people react to music they don't normally listen to. Right. Right. Lots of ones where, uh, I can't remember the dude's name, but he reviews a lot of hip-hop, but I've seen a couple where he's done a handful of rock and country songs, and it's always interesting to see how people react to hearing something they've never heard for the first time. So I compiled a list of 10 what I consider classic, quintessential country songs, and I'm making Mook react to them. So we just got done listening to all of them, had some good laughs and jokes throughout, but... Now it's time to talk about them. We're going to talk about them, talk about life, talk about what these songs mean to you and what I thought of these records. Yeah, see if you agree with uh, my interpretations and how you interpreted them. And I want to start this off by saying, now I don't, I, I don't and I didn't hate any of these. Hate is a strong word. I have told Little Bro for years, like, I don't even have anything against country music. That would be disrespectful. You know what I'm saying? I don't. If I choose not to listen to you, whatever, that's my choice, you know? Now, I don't understand people who just simply don't listen to things, but they want to tell you about how, like, trash it is. Like, that's ridiculous, you know? And as being someone who is, like, great in, like, my knowledge of, like, classic hip-hop R&B and stuff, I, I, I you know, I feel like this is kind of been a, been a little beef between, you know, us and country or whatever. Maybe not as, you know, back as it was back in the day, but... You know, coming up. Oh, yeah. I mean, they're two extremely different genres of music. Like, opposite ends of the spectrum entirely. Because country music talks more about small-town southern living, whereas rap talks more about, you know, the stuff that influences it. Drugs and violence and things those guys grew up with. Pretty much. So, it's a big difference. And there's a massive disparity, but they're both good genres in their own right. The people that mainly hate country music are the ones that can't relate to that. And this is this is true. And the people, just like the people that hate hip hop, are the ones that can't relate to that either. 
Well, I, I say that was a thing or whatever too. You know, hip hop messed around and became the biggest draw, the, the biggest, you know, genre. Here yeah, we go. Thanks, Drake. <laughs> Just if I want to like think about this or whatever, like and Wayne, Drake and Wayne, I feel like are wait, Wayne did get pieces. a lot of white kids or whatever who They're never were going to listen to hip hop. Yeah, key pieces and really expanding the. And then Drake took that and kind of made it even more mainstream. Yeah, absolutely. But Drake's ability to mix singing with rapping kind of helped bridge the gap a bit between like some of the pop people and the hip hop. Yeah. It so. reminds me, like I've always said, me and shout out me and the homie Jalen was actually talking about this the other day. We were like, you know, it's some people who just people will be like, oh, I don't necessarily like them. And it's like, yo, if you don't like them, you need, I need explanations on why you don't. Because facts. Fa- There's no way. No. This is not in Goldsboro. There is a free Joe Exotic billboard in Goldsboro, North Carolina, ladies and gentlemen. I'm going to tell you guys too because I have now recent. I have now finally bit the bullet, and for you guys that follow me on Snapchat, seeing that I watched the Tiger King. So I would just like to say, over here at Don't Bite Your Tongue, our entire podcast is is our and forever shall be sympathizers with Joe Exotic, free, free Joe, Joe Exotic. Exotic. Yeah. Absolutely. Free the man. You know, Carol Baskins, I'm not I'm not I'm not gonna say what I exactly want to say or whatever because that bitch Carol Baskin. <laughs> and uh but I will gladly say this or whatever. Fuck that um fake ass, snake ass, motherfucking Jeff Lowe. Yeah. I will say that. God what a fucking train wreck that show was. Holy shit. It was ridiculous. That was middle America. If, as I have ever seen it. Like, if you've ever needed a reason to make sure you fly over the flyover states, there it is. <laughs> so, I have WrestleMania 33 on in the background or whatever because, you know, one, Austin really doesn't know about wrestling. And two, I just like to have shit that I kind of like in the background. I haven't watched wrestling in a religious wait, sense. Wait, wait for this sign you missed, though. Wait for this sign you missed. I have not watched wrestling. Wait for it. It's coming. It's, it's right here on that. Wait. You got to tell the people as soon as you see it. Oh, God. Booty mania. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah, this... I haven't ro- watched wrestling since the Attitude Era. So, yeah. I, I think the last big name wrestler I can remember was Rikishi. His sons actually wrestle now. And they're um, a great tag team. They're probably oh. going to be on this card. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah, he has yeah. Uh, twin boys who are... Super talented. Huh, well, that's awesome. Yeah, so the genes carry on great. Yeah, I I have I don't know who any of these fucking commentators are. Corey Graves, Michael Cole, Byron Sack. Cole was around right towards the end of the I, era that you talked about. If this dates about. me, I haven't watched wrestling since Lawler. Or that might be the wrong name. Yeah, you know, you're, you're Jerry, the, Jerry Lawler. Yeah, and the the guy with the hat. J.R., yeah, I haven't watched wrestling since J- JR is actually on AEW, which is competition right now. I haven't watched wrestling since then. I, yeah. Those guys were legends. But yeah, those those dudes were great. I don't know what the fuck this is now. Yeah, well, this is this is this is um like this is literally the year before I got back into it. My man's hair is. Yeah, I'd re- to... I would rather have the weekend's hair. Well, that, that's that's a, that's part of the gimmick right now. Yeah, uh, gimmick is the word. You know, that's a, that's a word I would describe this with. That's so why I've been <laughs> telling people whatever. You know, sometimes we have to play certain gimmicks we don't want to play. Yeah. Hey, they getting paid. 
Oh, they <laughs> ain't gonna ain't gonna knock a man for getting paid. Un- unfortunately, like this 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 gyrating is what the kids love. The children, kids, is what I mean. You know, because their their t shirts sell out. Look look how much that kid is yelling. You can't hear anything, but you ain't got to hear much. Nah, you can tell. You can tell volume. So, Austin, I'm going to let you pronounce a lot of these because I don't want to upset and nor get any names wrong. We'll start off with this first song that um, I heard. All right. So, I picked this song first because uh, for those of you guys that don't know Darius well, uh, he started off life driving a pickup truck named Shadow. Legendary truck. Still riding around our town somewhere. A lot of good times driving that thing around. But uh, so the first song I picked for Mook to listen to is "Pickup Man" by Joe Diffie, and this song came out in 1994. Ah. And the music video screamed 1994. Um, also, um, R.I.P. to him, and yeah, it, God uh, bless you know his friends and family. The fucking Rony Balonies <laughs> killed Joe Diffie. Yeah, goddamn coronavirus. I've noticed this too. There was within a lot of these videos, if not all of them, I've noticed there was a lot of just mustaches. Yeah. Not only mullets or whatever, because of course that was a sign of the times, you know. Yeah, a lot of a lot of these videos that were from the early two thousands and nineties uh, had uh, had mustaches. Mustaches were just the look, so that was that was the thing. There, thank God it's not anymore. But <laughs> <laughs> so what I've noticed from this record was at least the main note I got: so women love a pickup man. Yeah, he met all his wives in traffic jams. Yeah. <laughs> now, first off, all his wives in traffic jams. I don't need that many wives. You know what I'm saying? That's yeah. Why I, well, we talking all my. We talking like two, three, or we talking like seven? Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's why I told you, like, even to this day, like, all my exes live in Texas. I'm, I'm cool. And even if they, you know, if they all in Texas, if I'm not there no more, that's yeah. cool too. Because yeah, I, okay. I don't, I don't need that in my life. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. No, absolutely. And. I think I think uh, I say that about the burl all the time. Hell, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. I think one thing uh, Mook could relate to with this, uh, going back to this truck he had, was the lyric: "You could set my truck on fire and roll it down a hill, and I still wouldn't trade it for a Coupe Deville." Mook, you couldn't have now, taken Shadow for Mook for nothing. And also, too, Shadow was also indestructible. Yeah, that that truck you put probably, I'd say shit. At least 70,000 miles on that. Miles, man. I mean, lot, lots of miles. And when I say literally, like, just certain things, like, oh, God, I'll never forget going to work one time. And she had no type of oil in her and everything. And she was determined she was not going to die until I got to work. And I got oil in her. Hey, we got them burning oil problems right now. <laughs> yeah, I know about them. And um, Black Pearl? Yeah, Black Pearl's uh, the tur- turbos burn a little bit of oil, but mine's burning just a little too much. Well, I probably need to replace the turbo, but God, that is expensive, not fun, and uh, don't know what I'm going to do about it, but I'll figure it out eventually. Right. As <laughs> long, long as it keeps going whoosh when I hit the gas, I'll be okay. <laughs> now, if I hit the gas and I don't hear a whoosh, I'm going to be a little concerned. <laughs> corona getting all of us, man. That's yeah. pretty much... The, corona, the coronavirus infects my Asian car, I'm probably fucked. Pretty much. Also, too, like we realized from Shadow, which we're back on that. Hey, man, Asian vehicles, because that damn, I'm telling you, that Nissan was indestructible. <laughs> that yeah, I mean, Nissan that thing, was in, I mean, shit. It's still running when your dad got rid of it. Yeah. I mean, 
But no, Kia's are um American, right? Kia? Yeah. No, it's a South Korean. Well, look, I'm doing two for two. I say like Kia and Hyundai are uh, like the same family. Like, yeah. You know how Chevy, GMC, and Cadillac are all GM. Kia and Hyundai are under the same big company. I love my Sapphire now too. You know. Yeah, that's a which... Kia makes damn good cars. They're just and they're not expensive. You know, like I've told you, and I've told a couple of the homies, man. If God can just help and provide and get me through this time next year, I will be done with my payments. Hell yeah. You know how great a feeling. Right. I'll clap on that shit. You know how great a feeling that is? I need this in my life. That's. I mean, that's, you get rid of a car payment, you get rid of a lot of bills. But no, nah, I, mean, I, I went with this. You can song. actually start saving some possibly. Oof. Oh, right. Attempting to at least, you know. I went with this song just because it is a classic country song from a 90s icon of the country music genre. Right. uh, You're going to be hard-pressed to find a person that's ever listened to country music that doesn't know Pickup Man. Excuse me. But, yeah, I I like that song. It's a good one, even though I don't drive a pickup anymore. Uh, Happens. Yeah. I I wanted a manual, and I didn't want a manual truck, so... So the next one I had him listen to, uh, another legend. We kind of went through two right here. Yeah, we went, we went through two here because they're both great songs. It's a legend of country music, uh, Garth Brooks. Even if you don't know country music, you've probably heard that name now before. I knew Exactly, I knew who Garth was. Um, I had heard he was about his, he was about his coins. Yeah. He's not streaming to you motherfuckers. Yeah. You it, have to go buy the albums. He every, was, I don't care who you are, everybody knows one song. It was like Garth White Brooks. Prince for a while. You, know, they didn't, yeah. you, you couldn't get Prince on streaming until he was gone. But I mean, he was the term, yo, you got to go buy the albums. And that's how Garth Brooks is. You can't find it on Apple Music, Spotify, hell, even on YouTube, we had to listen to an altered version of the song just to hear it. Right, but, he was explaining, like, okay, yeah, so this really sounds like this is just kind of echoed out, and then, what was up with the second song? The second song was a live version. Live okay, live, yeah, right. But, uh, now, if, even if you don't listen to country music, everybody knows Friends, by, Friends in Low Places by Garth Brooks. You've been at some party somewhere where that came on, and everybody started singing the chorus to it because everybody knows that fucking. Song. You know how many drinks have been drinking to that song, or whatever. At least with us. But so we went through two songs here for him. Uh, the first one was "Rodeo," uh, one of his uh, classic songs that one came out in '91. So neither of us were even conceptualized at that point. No, not nobody yet. knew there was going to be an Austin and Mookie to grace this planet with, but bless it with, you know. But uh, that was a classic. What were uh, what do you think about that one? Rodeo, um, it's it wasn't much. I, I, I it was more kind of with the second track. We you know we were gonna talk about right after this. But rodeo, I just thought like you know was kind of was just there, you yeah. know. It definitely doesn't fit as much in like. Our kind of North Carolina Southern we grew up. No, it, you, this is more like a Texas thing. Is, yeah, it's much more of a Texas Midwest country song. Still good though. Still ain't been to Texas either, so you know yeah, we'll get you out there. The, the, still a good song. Music, uh, music wise, very uh, like you know that song when it comes on. If you know country music, it's an iconic guitar and everything sounds really good. A lot of people. Uh, like that one and the sound of it, but uh, the second song, which we can definitely talk a little more on here. Oh yeah, because I'm, I'm I'm gonna go in. Is a uh, Thunder Rolls. 
Now, for those of you that don't know Thunder Rolls, starts off talking about just a normal storm. Quickly devolves into a woman killing her husband for cheating on her. Now, why? I, I'm not trying to say I'm, you know, promoting cheating or anything like that. That's not, that's furthest from that. But killing? Ain't, ain't nobody's life, ain't nobody's life worth a good 10 minutes in a bed. Like, killing. I mean, it, I say that. I say that. I know good and well my fiance beat the ever loved hell out of me if I did it. I ain't, I don't plan on doing it. <laughs> I mean, as long as we don't see a message or whatever. So she's hidden in my Glock and. No, no, <laughs> she hid I, my, she hid no. my 45 revolver and. Or she's got a 45 revolver, revolver and she's hid my 357. Yes, as long as we don't hear any of that. Now I'm under the septic tank and. Yeah, where's she gonna hide you at? Just throw you in the woods somewhere? Morgan, Morgan's calm, cool, and collected. She just kill me outright, and then call nine one one and go, "Hey, can somebody come pick up my husband's body?" Yikes! <laughs> that would be that story. But no, Thunder Rolls is a another classic Garth Brooks song. Uh, very pop, one of his more popular ones. You'll probably find it on any of his greatest hits albums. Murder. But uh, yeah, Mur- murder. We had, we had a good conversation here about how. Uh, Nowadays, it seems uh, easier for people to cheat, and people also seem to tolerate it a whole lot less than they used to. Yeah. I mean, my thing about it is, man, and I've, I've been saying this for the longest. I've talked to my pops about, yo, you know, it was a lot different because it was hearsay. Now, it just takes, yo. You got the screenshots of it. Yo, we got screenshots. It's like, yo, I saw your mans or whatever, blah, blah, blah. Here's the Snapchat. Or, like, people people go out taking pictures of you. Yeah. yeah. That is disgust. That's nasty. Yeah, I mean, you, you could. That's nasty. Like, I mean, what? Easier than hell. Somebody just, hey, we uh we saw such and such downtown. No, he said he was with his friends. He wasn't downtown. Oh, yeah. Well, look at this. It's ridiculous. Like now, I have always been now like. That you goes know what? both ways. Some of you hoes ain't loyal. Some. Come it on go, now. It goes both on. ways. A lot of you hoes ain't loyal. A lot of you hoes see a man in a happy relationship and. Think, Come on now, speak on this. This is a challenge now. Like they speak <laughs> on this. Oh, I can. I you know I can take like, her. Oh, we, I can take her, dude. We went from easy mode. To, let's go see if he's got any uh, problems with his current relationship. We can talk to him about. Oh, I would never do that to you. I would never. Like, fucking. I, I'm just saying. I'm trying to figure out like why is it a lot of, lot of shitty dudes out there too? They all white. Black men don't cheat. It's never this. happened. I'm. So, I've, I, I've not seen a black man cheat. It's never happened. No, I've never happened before. We know this doesn't happen. We don't cosign. We don't cosign here at Don't Bite Your Tongue. We do not cosign infidelity in any manner. Exactly. Now, that. I've always said we're working on our white brethren. I just don't think anybody should be murdered over it. And that is facts. You know what I'm saying? But it's gonna keep happening. People are crazy. People are fucking crazy. You let you let these uh, you let this Rona go around a little much, little too far, and people are gonna be killing each other over toilet paper. So, hey, well, they gotta they gotta eat the toilet paper because they're out of food. Right. Right. Yeah. I mean, it, you got 98 rolls of toilet paper in the fucking cabinet that Charmin Ultra don't taste too good I bet <laughs> another question I got too so 
Uh, I mean, shit, if we, I, I, I don't think I have. Did did our other co-host that we have a lot up here and, you know, personal friend Keto send you some of the videos he's been sending me? Uh, he has sent me a handful, but nothing. I'm going to refer to the ones in particular. So there was one where um, the dude snorted Molly out of his chick's ass. Did not see that. Glad I didn't. You didn't see that one? No. Okay. And when I, when I say this or whatever, I just want the people at home to know these were white dudes. Shocker, right? You find me a black man willing to snort Molly. One, willing to snort Molly. Two, willing to snort it out of somebody's asshole. So did that not just scream white dude, right? I'm just making sure. I'm making sure we're on the same yeah, page here. Between the listeners definitely and white dude. I could see a crazy Hispanic guy maybe doing that. Yeah. It sounds like some hella Russian shit. Okay, did you... Did, okay, he didn't send you that one. <laughs> crazy Russian shit. Did he, did he send you the one about the dude that ate the lit, the lit cigarette? I did see that one. Okay, so I you did see that one. I was disturbed. Like, what the fuck? Why? Why? I, I sent that to one of my homies, and he said, yo, Thanos need to snap some of them away. <laughs> he should have snapped twice. Fuck you, me. Just... There we go. Get them both. Like. <laughs> oh, yikes. Um. Yeah, man. Uh, any, anything before we get to the next track? Not uh, just y'all be loyal to your people out there. Stop fucking people over. That's also, if you see your man's eating, uh, if you see your man's eating a lit cigarette, you know what you need to do. And if he asks, like, yo, you know, don't call him your man's no more. Well, that too, and also, like, don't let him snort, no, don't let him snort Molly out your ass. Yeah. Hey guys, I got a bag of Molly and a great idea. <laughs> you should probably run at that point. That shit was wild. So our next song is one of the newer ones on the list. Uh, Ties for second newest, or for newest. uh, Small Town Southern Man by Alan Jackson. This one came out in 2007 is when this song was released. Kind of segued right into it from the whole Thunder Rolls where we were talking about how... uh, Infidelity. Infidelity and people expecting a perfect life. And this song describes that perfect life yes. for a small-town southern man. Yes. Now, some of our listeners overseas and out there in uh, the West Coast, probably not going to get this one. No. Not going to be something that you're going to relate to. I don't think the Portland demographic with. really just tuning into this. Yeah, no. Probably not going to resonate much with you on this song. But uh, this one talk the exact opposite of Thunder Rolls. This is talking about a perfect scenario. What a, were your thoughts a, on a loyal one? white man. White man. There are dozens of us. I'm about to say, yeah, I'm about to say, do, 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 does that exist? There are dozens, tens of us, Darius. You know, because, and I, I told you, man, like, I, I would never, I would never, like, just put down someone's life and everything. You know, I, I just always see how it's rotten in this world of turmoil and everything, you know, because even when, like, women come in my head top and they're like, you know, you need to stop with your whole movement and everything, right? And I am, just know, guys, I'm joking here, okay? Like, this is entertainment, okay? But what I'm about to say, Dr. King didn't stop his movement. So when I tell y'all, we have been uplifting this proud movement of black men and never cheating. It is factual. I mean that, okay? Never happened. Never once. I, I say all that to say this. When I be saying, it's people be getting like this stuff confused, right? Because also, I want you to say it one more time. What is the title of this song? Small Town Southern Man. 
I say black men do not cheat. You hear, you hear the emphasis I, emphasis I put in men? They're dealing with these little boys and everything. Don't be comparing that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, NBA young right. boy got like six kids or something, multiple and shit. He like 21 or something. Yo, that's a little dude. You can't be expecting like some like dude out there or whatever on that type of wild shit and then be comparing it to I have I, I, I've had my shit together. I've been doing my stuff. I've been on my grind. I've never. I've been cheated on. I haven't, I haven't cheated. Come on, man. You ain't gonna do that. No. But all that to say, I enjoyed this track. Um, I'm here for the message, you know. Um, uh, as folks that grew up down here in yeah. a very small town, uh, it's very relatable. Can literally keep driving or whatever. You might miss our hometown. <laughs> Legit, you blink and Pinkney's gone. <laughs> well, shit, even that. I, I tell people all the time, they're like, oh, where you live at? I'm like, it's the Pork Center. Oh, yeah, I know that place. <laughs> oh, yeah, over there. You know. Yeah, everybody knows Nahana Pork Center. Classic. I, that's what I use to tell people where we're from. But, no, it's a great song, great message. If you're from the South and you grew up in a small town, you're probably going to resonate with it. Uh if not, and you don't like it, that's, you know, to be expected of me. That's a PP. It's personal. It ain't problem. your life. <laughs> and I thought this was cool. The video was, like, you know, really touching. Yeah. There's a there's a lot of folks out there trying to live a life that ain't there. So if you don't vibe with this, I mean, it's just, it ain't your life. Don't force it. No, so that was, a, that was a good one. Uh, moving on from that, we got to Don't Blink by Kenny Chesney. Also came out in 2007. I really enjoyed this one. Did I thought you? this was really cool. Did you? Did you like the visuals from the music? I did. I loved the yeah. visuals. Um, I feel like it's someone. If you remember, I told you all the time, and like I try and tell someone I'm not even gonna speak on right now all the time. Like, it's just gonna go by. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's it's not gonna be this way forever. Nah, time marches on. That's it. And then like by the time it goes past it, like. Don't be sitting here like, damn, you know, like I wish they're like, nah. I get it all out at the moment. What? I never want to go. I never want to. I, I, I've said this years, like for years now. I never want to look back and be like, yo, I regret not doing this. Yeah. I'd yeah. rather go ahead and do it and everything and not then regret it. Because for what? I'm sure. Uh, I know you haven't watched The Office, but I'm sure no. our Office fans out there will recognize it. Uh, one of the characters in the final season, might be the final episode even, says, The quote is something to the effect of, I wish there was a way to know you were in the good old days before the good old days were gone. Sounds about right. That's facts. You you don't know how good you have it until it's passed. But I, so this song, uh, one reason I picked it is I hated this song when it first came out. Speak on that. I was 12 years old. No, of course you wouldn't. I was stupid young when this song first came out. I could not stand it. I was still at that age where I hadn't exactly come to terms with my own mortality and, like, growing old and growing up. But you shouldn't at 12 anyways. No. I, no. If you are if you know a 12-year-old who's a, like, I ain't afraid to die. Then I'm about to say, I know you by help. this point. But, like, I hated this song when it first came out because of the fact that it made you realize, like, how quick time goes. And that's not something that I liked thinking about. And now, shit, I'm... I turned 25 this year. I'm getting married this year. Damn. I'm done with college. Like, 
I still feel like it was just last week me and Mook were riding around the golf cart like a bunch of morons trying to just get we probably did it a couple weeks ago. <laughs> Shit, we could. <laughs> <I mean, laughs> some things don't change. It's it's rare we're both back home at the same time, but God knows some things don't change. It would happen. I mean, it's. I think we might have Christmas. Yeah, I think if, so. If it wasn't Christmas, it was Thanksgiving. Yeah, this this was a song that, like, looking back on it now, has a lot of meaning to me. Right. Because I have the life experience to go with where one of the lyrics is. You're six years old and you take a nap. Wake up and you're 25 and your high school sweetheart's becoming your wife. It's like, yeah, that, that's about right. Now, she also, ain't my high hey, school sweetheart and all. But I'm about to say, yeah, I'm, I'm going to speak on that right quick or whatever, not to cut you off. High school sweethearts under, are overrated as fuck. Yeah, I mean, for real. That's just some, like, good old, like, oh, you know what I'm saying, type shit. Like, nah, that's overrated as fuck. That's that nostalgia. But... Sometimes you gotta let that shit go. Yeah, I mean, looking at looking at that song now, like, trust, <laughs> trust. <laughs> looking at that song now, that is a classic. Now, I mean, Kenny Chesney has a shitload of songs I could have picked from, but I thought the message from this one was a uh, one that would resonate and a good one to talk on. Mm. But, yeah, extremely good song. The visuals in the music video, guy in a glass house, and the glass windows turn into uh, basically like TV memory. Like screens of memories and shit like that. It was. Uh, I, I think I'm gonna say it whenever we finally get there because you know it's gonna be a while. But I've been making the joke on if you guys haven't listened to me and homie Jack, the plot against America. We've been reviewing that, and every time there is a black person around, I have to like point it out because I'm like, holy shit, you know, I would never expect that. So you know, when we finally get right. to like when I saw a black dude in the video, gotta point that out. Yeah, but yeah. Haven't got there yet. Yeah. All right, so. Next song, uh, another kind of feel-good song, coming off of uh, Don't Blink being a little more of a introspective song. Yeah. Uh, this one is Something To Be Proud Of by Montgomery Gentry. Came out in 2004. Now, I knew good and well, like, because some of these, I'm like, oh, have I heard this? You know, maybe I've heard this and everything. And I, I saw this title, I saw this name, and I said, there's no way. Yeah, no way in hell you knew who that was coming from. <laughs> but, yeah, so th- this is... Just kind of one of them uh, cla- classic, almost a feel-good song. Uh, just talks about uh, just be proud of what you've done, basically. What, yeah. what, what, what did you take away from it? I like the message of this record. I thought it was cool. Um, I had to ask you, like, between the who I thought was the vocalist and who, the dude who originally I thought was maybe, like, is this a group or is he just a guitarist? It and is like, oh, no. They were a group. Yeah, they are a duo. Uh, the guy that was the guitarist in the music video uh, is who sang the chorus right. or, and the final verse. Um, he actually passed in a helicopter accident a couple of years back, I think I had told you about. Damn um, helicopters, man. Yeah. Nah, nah. Helicopters are not the moves. But it was a very... It, it's a great song because uh, it can make you think back to, like, you know, even if you goofed up still having dad go look you fucked up but i'm proud of you for trying like i know perry gave you them conversations chris gave me mine yeah i mean <laughs> even now man when you know you just which i I told y'all on other podcasts or whatever you know we can we can clap and we can throw everything up or whatever because my pops is finally home he's out of that hospital it was a lot of days and nights of shit we just got to get him up out of there it's good you know, I can't tell you guys how many times my dad tell me he's proud of me. 
dope shit, you know? So, which, on another song we're going to talk about later on. So, you know, which I know this we're going yeah. yeah. to be a theme. We're going to get to that one. But, no, this, this, the, the biggest message from the song is uh, one little lyric there. If all you ever really do is the best you can, then you did it. This and then true. it goes back into the course of that's something to be proud of. And, the, I mean, that's facts. Like you, if you do the best you can and you fail, you still did your best. Take the lessons you learned and apply them elsewhere. You'll find you'll find a way to. Random question before we get to the next record. Um, yeah. I'm not even trying to be on the whole, like, because, you know, we're I, this is don't bite your tongue, but we're not cocky assholes either. Some of us. Tuh, I ain't going to put no one else on blast. <laughs> but... Can you remember, like, a f- I ain't gonna even say failure is maybe the word, but just sometime where you're like, holy shit, like, that didn't work out like I had exactly planned. Yeah, yeah, I've uh, got a couple like that. Um, for sure, starting college and intending to be an accountant, and uh, now I'm an insurance salesman with a finance degree instead of an accounting degree. Right. Uh, definitely not where I thought I would be. Um, when I hopped off uh, at ECU, uh, got out of the truck with uh, the girl I was with at the time that helped move me in, and uh, now I'm engaged to be married to uh, the love of my life, who is not the same person that was there that day. And uh, yeah, uh, my entire ECU career, basically, you could say, uh, would be uh, <laughs> things not working out as planned, and. Uh, things have worked out for the better, realistically. Uh, I think the first one, which God knows, I'm not going to make this episode, cause good Lord. But the biggest one that always pops in my head was the first time I applied for a job out here. Yeah. You yeah. know? I remember that one. I like, remember that story. I was like, whoa, because I, I had never been denied before, at least to, at least to that aspect. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It had always happened. Yeah, same, same. But, you know. Same here. Like with the Took I, it on the chin, I, regrouped, came back a couple of months or whatever. It was I, undeniable. I mean, applying for the job I have now, I applied. I sent out probably 20 to 25 applications, and uh, my boss saw that uh, ended up hiring me, was the only person that even asked for any kind of interview or any anything other than an emailed no thank you. So, I mean... That's how it goes. You take what life gives you, you do your best with it, and that's something to be proud of right there. Right. But that's a million different ways you can look at that song, but really they all lead back to the same circle. We can take it to what's going on right now at WrestleMania 33. Shane McMahon could just be another spoiled rich kid, and he's out here putting on a great match against one of the best wrestlers in the world. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you can see how old he looks right here. Dude, he looks old as hell. You remember Shane, though, from back in the day? I do. I do remember Shane. You know, Shane does not look at this old, though, does he? What no. if I told you I think he's actually older than the guy he's wrestling right now? Uh, or, or the other dude might be older than him. I'm not for sure. It's one or the other. I would find that hard to believe. The dude that he's wrestling is in his 40s. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you would never be able to tell. I definitely find that one hard to believe. It's crazy, right? I will but, say I, I like the fact that he's wrestling in Jordans and dress pants yeah, yeah. instead of tights. <laughs> I do like that. 
if I would have played the WrestleMania from la- the year before this, he literally jumps off a of hell in a cell. And he like he still dresses like this. And what's terrible, they keep showing cuts to like his kids who are in the first row. And they're like, is our dad dead? <laughs> <laughs> like, I think the oldest the oldest one might be nine. Like, yeah, they, can you imagine seeing Chris? They and, don't like, understand this is this not age, real. And your dad's just jumping off of the highest shit. Like, what? Okay, my dad's also got a lot more pounds than that dude does. And he's also a millionaire. That's what's like, what are you, why are you doing this? <laughs> he just has a death wish. Oh, my God. But uh, go to the next track, bro. Good right, Lord. So, next one Ooh. we have is Where the Green Grass Grows by Tim McGraw. Oh, God. You want to tell the people about the video we watched? Yeah, so the video, there's no music video for this song, and we just clicked a lyric video that had... Um, Shout out to Shark, whatever, 888. Had a lyric video that was just a montage of... John Deere. Uh, John Deere tractors. Um, not sure why they're not mentioned in the song, just the word green, I guess. But uh, So this song has a special place for me, because... Uh, my parents love to tell the story, and if you ask them, they'll tell you right now. Uh-oh. When uh, we were driving to Texas when I was three or four years old, this song had just come out. Mm-hmm. And uh, I would be asleep in my car seat, and this song would play. And I would wake up as soon as it ended, say again, 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 and then go right back to sleep. They said they listened to this song on repeat for 100 miles. Yikes. So I, this is one I always like because of that story. Uh, the message behind the song, though, is just basically wishing for better than what you currently have, which is fine. You're allowed to wish for better, but you also got to work yeah, towards it. Yeah, of course. Like, like if you want them people that just bitches and moans and I wish I had this or I wish I had that, but then you don't do shit. And you know we were never gonna have you raised like that. Like my God, good Lord, no. my parents. My parents taught me that you gotta work for what you and, want. And look, yeah, look, them, your grandparents, me. Yeah, you know my folks or whatever. That shit won't gonna happen. Oh yeah, everybody. Like, everybody in my circle was like influence and all has forever made sure I knew that anything I wanted had to be worked for. That's the way you raised. Uh, what were your thoughts on this one? I thought it was cool. Um, I was really, <laughs> I was kind of, call me twelve. I was distracted as fuck by all these John Deere going by. <laughs> yeah, ain't, ain't no <laughs> I lie was there. Like, what is happening? <laughs> but no, I thought this, I thought the song was cool though, man. Uh, definitely, like I like I said, I I don't think there was a song up here I knew until we kind of got like some cuts, you know, which we're gonna talk about a little bit later on. Yeah, yeah. Had, had a few that we swapped out, but. That is a, this is a good one. Uh, Rocking with a lot of these messages, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And speaking of messages, so the next one here is huge. It's uh, Love Without End, Amen by George Strait from 1990. Now, this is kind of going back to the something to be proud of where, you know, it's kind of a feel good, but it's also kind of just uh, talking about the way things are. Right. And me and Mook both definitely have had this talk with our fathers before, uh, yeah. especially where he, uh, the beginning verse where he talks about coming home from a schoolyard fight and telling the story he just like he rehearsed it and uh, expecting the worst. But we, everybody with a good relationship with their father, we'll say that, mm-hmm. has uh, 
definitely experienced the song could relate to it. But speak on it, son. I thought this was really dope. Um, like you said, really feel good. Um, as someone who's been through a lot of motions with my pops within, like, you know, the last year, just you know, it's all ongoing stuff, really touched a lot of subjects, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Especially, like you said, with everything going on with your dad. But, you know, I mean, so glad just to say, like, he is world's better now. Yeah, and then you know, real blessings. And the relationship you have with your dad once you get to be our age compared to when, you know, they're having to raise you. Yeah. Like now it's not so much a friendship as more of like almost like a mentor and the student. Yeah. Like I get what you're saying. Like no matter what you do, they're always gonna love you. What I love is like and he'll you know, he always say it too, he'll mention it like you know, I ain't ever had to worry about Mookie. You know, you know what I'm saying? Like he'll, he'll say that to the state. He's like, I ain't never had to worry about him. He's like, you know, like you tell him at one time or whatever, he got you. He's never the one I had to, like, just repeat over and over and over again. It's just like, oh, okay. Yeah. Like, if he heard, did you hear what your son did? It won't Mookie thought about. No. Nah. It's like, well, oh, wait, what? <laughs> like, so that, yeah, that was never really the thing. But yeah, that's, this is one of those ones where. I think even if you hate country music with a passion, you would still be able to relate to and go, okay, that's a pretty good song. That's a good track. Right. But, you know, I always have just a, I feel like I have a good ear for just things. And then, you know, what have I told you for years? If it's dope, it's undeniable. Yeah, exactly. You've always been one for, if it's a good song, it's just a good song. I tell people, nobody wants to talk about them because, you know, God forbid, like, terrible allegations you know who's to say what is true and what's not but like you talk to our parents or whatever michael jackson was undeniable prince was undeniable yeah absolutely like it, it was people that you like okay like this is what like yeah but and that's kind of how george Strait is for country music that, that is. is a name it don't matter who you are whatever you know the name yeah he's undeniably one of the best to ever perform like, I could sit here and say, oh, okay, I might not know this song. You know a song. There's a song that you know of. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So, on to the next one, because that was a good one. Uh, the next one is Red Dirt Road by Brooks and Dunn, and it is the original, not the uh, re-released version with modern-day country artists singing with them. Uh, <laughs> not that there's anything wrong with the remakes. It's just the original is... And uh, that song came out in 2003, so I would have been like eight years old. <laughs> right. But uh, we, uh, we, you know, we grew up out in the middle of nowhere. There were quite a few dirt roads. And definitely can relate to uh, living life that far out in the Sticks. removed from everything. Right. Yeah, so uh, what were some of your takeaways on this one? What was... Uh, primary thoughts um this one kind of put me just in the frame of mind of like you know the first time doing a lot of things you know what i'm saying yeah yeah absolutely like, you know oh this was the first time we ever drank a beer here and yeah like you know just you you i'm not gonna say you're like classic country cliches you know what i'm saying yeah like you know i met my first wife here which wait was did he say i met my first wife here uh, was it just my the first not my only wife? I mean, see, the song goes. <laughs> I drank my first beer. Yeah, that's where I found Jesus. 
Yeah. I wrecked my first car. Which, okay, ask the question because I asked you. What was the question again? Shit. Is it me or just, um, like, I swear, like, most of my white homies or whatever have just wrecked the car. I mean, guilty as charged. We talked about this. <laughs> I put that pickup truck into that. Tree. When he told me, guys, he just said it nonchalant, like, oh, shit, I tell you I crashed a truck. I'm like, what? Huh? Like, <laughs> like, I'm getting ready to be like, you are you in the hospital? Like, what the fuck? He's like, oh, uh, well, yeah, here's the pictures and everything. Fucking truck's trashed. I'm just like, what the fuck? I was, like, why am I just hearing this, I was sir? like $400 off of the total. If it had been $400 more expensive, it would have been total. Like I, I really goofed. I won't front. I goofed. Um, but I survived. Wasn't hurt in any way. A uh, little sore for the next couple of days, but that's to be expected after a hit a tree at 50 I didn't, mile an hour. I haven't, I'm knock on wood, good lord, of course. You know, I haven't totaled anything, but I wouldn't... Um, I can't remember. I, I, you weren't in college yet, I don't think. But um, I'll never forget calling your dad one time and everything. I uh, you went off the road. Or oh God, right? yeah. Um, I, I I didn't crash. I like swerved into a ditch. We'll, and, we'll count that as a crash. Yeah, well, <laughs> I couldn't. I couldn't get out, and I was in my grandma's car at the time because uh, Shadow was going through a little bit of work done, and I was like, Oh my God, I just need you to get me out. Yeah, came and got me out and washed the car down, and I went that like nothing happened. I think I might have spoke about it like later on, but like in time, I was just like, dude, I'm just thankful well, what, to be here. Well, what's wrong? And I'm like, well, I was sleepy. What do you mean? I, I went, to, I woke up at the crack of dawn to go like, you know, cut the greens at work. Yeah, exactly. And then this is like peak like time or whatever. I'm like, I'm making more money than I had made at that at least at that time. You know? Yeah, yeah. So. I'm not getting into like barely like one two, and I'm going to work at like six. Whew, can't really do that anymore. But no, no, thank God. At least not work. I got to sleep in. So, but yeah, th- this is one of those songs that makes you think about when you were young and experiencing things for the first time. That's for sure. Uh, definitely. But no, I'm. I'm fairly certain he talks about like he found his first love. Yeah. I don't think he said wife. But I know he said love or something like that. But no, it's a. It's a good song. Another one of those classics that's uh, really easy to like. True, true. Right, let's see here. Let me get my list pulled up. All right, so uh, second to last one here before basically honorable mentions happened. Right. Uh, <laughs> we've got Beer for My Horses by Toby Keith. And that one was from 2002. It's my favorite track. This was your favorite? It's my favorite track. Um this one was not only dope, um, we watched a video, too, um, featuring Willie Nelson. Always a king, always a legend. Yeah, a classic. He was like, you know who Willie Nelson is? I was like, yeah, I, was like, I know you know, Snoop. Like, you know, I was, I was like, black people know who Willie Nelson is. I said, Willie Nelson is the white people's Snoop Dogg. <laughs> like, so, yeah, that was, that was I, I've, I've known who Willie was. Like, I don't think I know a lot of Willie's songs necessarily. I'm, like, if you name some, I might be able to name them, but... Um, this was really dope. I thought the video was hilarious on some fucking yeah. CSI type shit. The video shit. was very funny. That like, it was, yeah, it was really just, that, that made me laugh. That was comical. Yeah. Um, the, just the hook alone, the whole, you know, whiskey for my men, beer for my horses. I've been trying to tell y'all as I literally sip on one for God's sakes and everything, beer is disgusting. That's why it's for the horses. What are we doing at your wedding? Beer and wine because they don't allow liquor. 
God, I swear, if I get wine drunk, I'm going to be toasted, boy. Good Lord. <laughs> you wine drunk, can't even fucking read your, do your speech. Uh, I'm going to have to do that. I'm definitely going to, I'm, I'm going to have to do everything prior, and then, I'm like, everything's going to, you know, because Jesus Christ, once I start. No, it's, it's a funny, it's kind of a funny song. It's definitely kind of a pro-law enforcement song. Talking about, uh, I mean, it. It's just generically pro law enforcement, but uh, it's it's a funny song and it's one of those ones that you could hear at like a bonfire or something. And th- like you said, the last little bit of the hook there, the whiskey for my men, beer for my horses, is something that you could easily shout out as you are holding a beer in the air or something like that. Yeah. So it's it's one of those songs that kind of had to get some kind of party song in here a little bit. Uh, the last kind of honorable mentions, we were going to go over Margaritaville, but... Uh, I knew what that was. Everybody knows Margaritaville. I, I even knew what that was, you know? We kind of talked a little bit about it, kind of decided that's a little more of a beach music song than a country music song. Uh, well, you, because you know I have no clue that the, yeah, the, I mean, the genre is like... It'd be like, oh, well, you know, this isn't exactly like hip-hop, this is more of kind of just poppy, whatever, you know, just shit, you know? Yeah, and... and I mean, that song's from 1977, well before our times. Yeah. Uh, but it's definitely one of those ones that if you've ever been in a restaurant at the beach, you've probably heard it. Shit. It is very popular. Uh, you ever you ever chill with white people in the summertime? You've heard yeah, it. Yeah, you've heard it there, too. <laughs> Come on, now. So then we watched the music video for Honky Tonk Badonkadonk. Classic. Classic. Luke already knew that one. Too, Classic. So we- I, t- I told you, like, yo, I love when white people get on, like, ignorant shit because it's literally kind of like what people talk about, which, I mean, this isn't even necessarily pertaining to white, but they're like, yo, you know, when the Kardashians do shit, it's like upscale and classy, but then, like, yeah. but black chicks been out here with colored hair. Right. And braids. Right. <laughs> like, come on now. But. Man. I thought this video was absolutely hilarious. I remember the song. I think uh, it was the first time I ever watched the video, matter of fact. Really? Yeah, I swear. I, was I like, saw it on like CMT way back when, when they actually showed country. Yeah, music, CMT so. won't just something on at the crib. No. And I it won't even necessarily something on at your crib either. No. Your, your mom wasn't into... I was like, what was your mom watching before cooking shows? Good Lord, I don't even know. I'm trying to remember. She wasn't always into cooking shows, but I just remember cooking shows now. Yeah, that's all I can think of. She still can't cook for shit. <laughs> Kidding. My mom's a decent cook. Uh, but no, so I knew he, so he knew that one. So we ended up, the last song was Swing by Trace Adkins. No idea when that came out. I think it's mid-2000s. I, I just got to say this. Yo, so when I say, I'm not going to bash this song because it, it brought me great humor. And if you can make me laugh, that's dope. The baseball references, the the video. I was like, yo, I can just imagine going out somewhere and seeing a gang of white people all going off to this song and I just be like, yo, this is the corniest shit I've ever seen in my life. I'll be all snapshot like, yo, yo, get yo, get out, come save me. Like, what is this? <laughs> like, just like I, I can imagine like I'm like, yo, this shit was crazy. The video had me absolutely crying. My man had a whole different video like video he had a whole different outfit on compared to everybody else yeah he's the groundskeeper oh okay (laughs) yeah he was the groundskeeper for the baseball field okay yeah because the pitcher was a dick 
Yeah, the picture was like your stereotypical pretty boy. Thought and they're just doing batting practice and everything, but yeah. like the pitcher is is it doing underhand? It doesn't have a pitch like a pitching machine. Yeah, he's, he's throwing actually full throwing. There, there's like there, there there's these grandmas out there and the, um out just out there watching. This is legitimately just practice, and there yeah. are grandmas. There's grandmas like, out there with popcorn. There's some kids there, and there's just this one random hot brunette because of course you know she's gonna be the love interest. Yeah, but uh, very much so. One of those songs you can kind of relate to though, if you've gone to the bar. And never just people watched at the bar and watch like dudes go up to the same girl and constantly get shot down until one's finally successful. I saw somebody say, yo, the NBA been gone for over a month. So I had to slide in my crush's DMs just to see a block again. <laughs> that took me out this morning. Yeah, that's pretty. God, that's brutal. That's a brutal self takedown. <laughs> Good Lord. It's been a month, man. Shit. <laughs> yeah, this was probably the most out there of these songs, though. Uh, still a decent country song. I thought it was funny. hilarious. It's very funny. The music video is funny as shit. The the, the videos would have got it over the top. Like if you would have just played me the song, I would have been in the car like, "Yo, what the fuck are we doing?" The video brought way more context and everything, and it made me laugh even more. So, if you're like me and you don't know what the hell Austin was over here playing and shit, watch the, watch the Trace Atkins. Video for swing. I'm try- oh my god! It, it's funny. This was incredible. And you see, it, the, my favorite parts where he cranks. I ain't the seen homer. white people like this since Tiger King. Let me quit. He cranks the homer, and then the girl runs through the group of the team, the baseball team, to him and jumps in his arms at home plate. Yeah. And this man's like a solid seven or eight inches taller than everybody else. Trace I mean, Atkins is like six foot seven or something ridiculous <laughs> like that. And jacked as all hell. So like you got all these like pro baseball players. I did air quotes like you could see them. There we uh, th- there we go. Acknowledge them when they cannot see because you know we be having some people be doing shit. And I'm like, yeah, you know this audio podcast, right? Did uh, air quotes <laughs> like you could see me do those, but uh, right. she comes jumps in his arms and I'm like, that's the logical choice. He's the tallest and most jacked of all these dudes, and he doesn't have the Jersey Shore look that the pitcher does. Oh my god. But it's a very funny music video, and it's a pretty decent song about, uh, you know, just everybody strikes out going for girls every now and again, but you just got to keep swinging the bat. Hey, taking taking men over here, though. You know what I'm saying? We good out here Yeah, in the we streets. ain't swinging the bats no more. You know what I'm saying? We're, the, we're like the coaches. We're, we're the batting coaches. My little bro about to get married. Y'all don't understand. Like, this, this best fan shit about to be crazy. The fuck did this happen? Like, how did this... I don't know how this happened. How did this happen? Like... <laughs> I, you want me to tell you how it happened? Yeah, let's. See, I want to hear what your view of the story is. Okay, so like I said, we know people be snitching or whatever because I don't get and I don't give I don't give a damn. I'm gonna tell y'all or whatever. I'm gonna tell y'all the moment I knew he was gone, ladies and gents. Now I had been coming up here all the time because I yeah. remember telling bro before he had the choice between here that first weekend. When me and Garrett moved into the classic, cl- classic, classic. Got to I, be. I moved them in his room. Garrett's mom literally said, "I know what you're doing. I know what you're getting them into. We know what y'all about to do." She literally said, "I'm at least glad you're here because I know you'll take care of them." And she's right. And this is true, we, even though her son happened to go over here and get wasted on fireball and trying uh, <laughs> and, and, and had random chicks talking about, oh, he's staying here. And it's like, we don't even know you. <laughs> God, oh, classic. Got, I'm trying to, to tell you. Got to meet MJ that weekend. Shout out oh, to Legend. Oh my God. 
or as, oh, uh, shout Keto out, bro, likes bro. to call him Gigantor. <sighs> that was another fun night when Keto first met MJ, but no, nah, I mean that was something else. But I'm sorry, I didn't mean that. No, 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 you're good, you're good, you're good, you're good. It's classic, it's classic, man. I knew he was gone, ladies and gents. When <sighs> an upcoming pirate football season came. And I think I was living here by this point. Yeah, I think I was living here by this point. And he's like, man, you know, just not going to go to the tailgate or anything, man. You know, just going <laughs> to, me and Morgan are going to hang out. What? Y'all, yeah, like, it's, it's Saturday. It's, it's a it's first football game. What do you mean you're not coming to a tailgate? This when is he well coming to tail, the When he stopped well coming before. to tailgates, I knew he was gone, guys. I went to all of them uh, that year. I had the student pirate lot pass, though. You did. That was our last hurrah. Yeah, it was. I mean, didn't even go to half the games. We did. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, no, that's this is very true. Yeah, that, that's, that's I remember that last game we had. I don't even think. I think you couldn't make it in like we gave Matt or you gave Matt the pass. I did. I did. And it was freezing cold out. I do and we that still one. got wasted. <laughs> it's just like yo, fuck it. We got, it was like, you gotta go, we gotta warm up. <laughs> well, I remember there was that there was that one where me, Matt, and Garrett were all out there, and we were chilling under the tent. And Garrett looks at us, goes, "So we're playing a, uh, I think it was like UCF, and they were raw as fuck." And I was, Hell yeah. And we we're like, yeah. He goes, "So we're losing this game." And we we're like, yeah. You boys want to go play golf? Well, fuck. All right. Shit. Since he mentioned it, and we just left the tailgate and went and played golf. Damn. But nah, I mean that. She's the love of my life. I love her to death. It'll be six years by the time we get married, and uh, don't think I could have picked a better one. So now we just gotta sit back and watch and wait for Mook to do the same. Right, man, you know, um, <laughs> he he's known me for years, and he knows like I'm not picky. That's not the word. Picky is different. I am calculated. You're selective. I am calculated. You are selective and calculated. I I do not like they they can know whatever. Like there might be chicks or a chick like around, but until I am ready for things to be revealed and to be a certain way, that shall be the case. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, I'm I'm sure you've known be... how many girls and how many years have you known me? A lot. You know what I'm saying. Let's see, one, two, three, four. Nah, I can't. Count. I moved across. I mean, say I moved across the ditch in like oh four, I think oh three, oh four, one yeah, of them, something like that. Yeah, I think it was like oh four. Yeah, yeah, I was like nine or ten. Yeah, we're going on twenty twenty. Here we are, ladies and gentlemen, future <laughs> best man right here. <coughs> Luke's gonna do a great job. I don't think they, I don't think y'all ready. I know I'm not. Shit. Corona ain't gonna stop me. No. Hopefully that shit's gone by November. <coughs> you better be shit. I'm just saying it's not gonna stop me. I'm yeah. going for the win, you know. Um I already got my like future uh all super all like cute points stored up or whatever for whenever I dance with Morgan's grandma. Oh yeah, that's gonna be great. You know, I don't think y'all ready for that. That's gonna be great. Real tearjerker. That'll be fantastic. You know, she'll enjoy that. She loves you, dude. I mean, how could, how could you not? You know, of course. Right, right. <laughs> but no, she really loves me. I was like, that, that is what's up, man. That, that, that is, <laughs> it's really great, you know what I'm saying? Facts. But now, folks, I mean, uh, so this was just kind of a generic idea I had to 
get an I excuse said, you know, to come something hang out different. for a little bit and uh, put together something for you guys to listen to. If you liked it, let us know for sure. Uh, hit us up on the socials, and uh, I can come up with some other songs for maybe like rock or something else that Mook doesn't listen to often and see what he thinks on those. True. I mean, you know, we're, we, we're all bored with Corona. Yes, absolutely. You know, Little Bro's essential. I don't know how the hell I actually got sent home for as long as I have. Like, God knows what it's going to be like whenever anyway, I go back. It's getting paid, lucky motherfucker. <laughs> I'm going to have to go back and, like, literally contain weeds. Yeah, that'll be fun. It's going to suck. And you know my OCD is not going to allow me to just be there and be like, oh, okay, one day at a time. I'm like, oh, my God, why is everything destroyed? Like, I'm going to, I might have a heart attack. Let's not even wish it, but yeah. Yeah, it, this was a fun podcast just because I got to introduce Mook to some songs he may never heard, see what his thoughts on them were. But. And I just told him or whatever, I'm not trying to destroy our entire demographic. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. That's why I said, you know what? I don't know about a Tiger King pod. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. Because like, do I want to go back and take notes on everything? Or is it just going to be us in here just shit talking? Yeah, it'd be... It'd be an interesting one, for sure. Y'all let us know, though. If y'all want us to do one, shit, dude. We'll give you our thoughts. I got a, I got a snap about it the other day when I was watching. I got a couple snaps that we should do one. And I'm like, God, I hate you guys. And they're like, nah, man, just do it. I'm like, oh, God. Tiger King. But nah, man, this, is, this has been fun. I'm going to have to get going because uh, it's late and the girl's hungry. And uh, y'all know how hungry women are. Yeah, yeah, I don't want him to get his head cut off, and so yeah, I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and let him go. Um, any cl- any closing thoughts, bro? You know, before no, we get you up out of here. Closing thoughts. Uh, it's been fun. I hope you guys really enjoy this. Uh, that way, I don't have to take an L here. But if you guys don't, it's <laughs> hey, fine. we literally talked about taking L's earlier, so you yeah. know. Yeah, I mean, if you guys don't like it, that's fine. They're entitled to it, and I don't have a problem with it. But like I said, if uh, you want more some more things like this, I find some other songs Mook may have never heard, and we can uh do this again yeah let us know man you know it's just something new to try out we are all bored during this quarantine like well 75 percent of us just don't be going eating lit cigarettes and on that note (laughs) absolutely that note i think this is the second time i've done that with the lit lit cigarettes like that shit just that baffled me sir i'm trying to tell you white people that's austin over there yeah yeah coco is sleep but i also need all the birthday wishes for coco this coming up week Absolutely. You done got fluffed out and shit. It's not time for a haircut yet because it's still kind of cold out here and there. You know, East North Carolina is ridiculous. But I got him a new bed for the birthday. He could be happy with that. Oh, yeah. If he rips apart, we're going to fight. I swear to God. (laughs) I'm Mookie. And until next time, we are...